Welcome back to the Master of None podcast, where we go 365 days, bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table. The intention of this podcast is to master the short form podcast, as well as informing, as well as entertaining. So sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the show. So I want to start off first by saying that I've been getting a lot more listeners and downloads lately, and it's been a while since I said this, but the intention of this podcast, like the intro, is to master the short-form podcast, but also I've been posting a podcast for 365 days, and I'm on day 290. So this is an experiment to see if you are solely consistent in one thing. Does it provide you the ability to be financially independent? And what is what is the results of it? So when I'm talking about this stuff, I'm finding topics every day. I'm really trying to better understand the podcasting approach. I'm trying to understand the content approach, and I'm trying to get better at it as well. So please keep that in mind. You know, this 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 whole experiment is something. And the date I'm going for is August 6th, but so far it's been great. So I'm gonna go ahead and get in the topic for this evening. But I just want to thank you guys for listening. Show support, please follow on Spotify. Um, always be checking if there's polls on Spotify if need be, and also go find me on uh, Instagram. Give me a follow on Instagram at the Master of None. This has been a phenomenal experience. I've enjoyed every aspect of it, and I'm really loving to see all the positive um, aspects of it. So please go listen, go follow, and enjoy the podcast. Whenever you have a multi-millionaire governor of Montana who made his millions off of creating a software company, the company then sells products worldwide, including to companies in China like Motorola, on top of being born in San Diego, moved to Montana, and then bans a software platform known as TikTok. I don't know. It's interesting. So tonight within this podcast, I will be breaking down kind of this whole situation with Montana, China, TikTok, kind of giving a little bit more details, going a little bit deeper into the story and kind of providing a little bit more context. So let's get into it. So within this podcast, I've been following um, what happened with TikTok with the congressional hearings, going into the act as well as like going into different senators who've invested in Meta. You know, so it's always interesting where where this goes. You know, I know Dan Crenshaw invested a lot in Meta back in October, which I found to be kind of interesting. Now we look at Meta stocks, and they've increased by like 20%. Um, so there's been a lot of things like that culminating. Well, we look at what's happening with this TikTok ban and it, within Montana, and essentially what happened is on Wednesday, we have the governor, Greg Gunforti, um who is banning all phones from using um, TikTok. So what's really interesting about this ban is it won't go into effect till June 1st, and essentially what's going to happen is the individuals aren't going to be banned if you have TikTok on your phone, but if there's software on your phone from the software company, or if you buy your phone, let's say, for example, from Verizon, and Verizon has the ability to put TikTok on a Montana phone, then then Montana can then f- sue or fine ByteDance, which is the TikTok company, $10,000 per phone. So we're looking at a situation when we talk about the implementation of it is really, really 
crazy. And like, what's even crazier about this whole story, in my ultimate opinion, is like there's there's multiple levels to it, and this is kind of where my thinking is. So y'all just follow, just just follow me. All right, I'm just gonna give you my thinking of how quickly the political winds change. So if we look about four years ago, back into um, the governory, if you will, of his name was Steve Bullock. Steve Bullock was a Democratic. He did two terms within Montana, and he's like notoriously, I guess, known for creating these videos where you have a situation where he is specifically asking for Chinese investors to come to China and come to China, come to Montana, invest in Montana, buy land, buy um, agriculture, and, thing, and, and really create that type of market. You know, he's talking about it within this video, and he goes in depth to, to talk about it. And it really creates a situation where they're really trying to create business between Montana and China. Now, why am I bringing it up? I'm bringing it up because I think it's probably, there's like this underlining tone and whenever we look at what's happening currently with China and the United States, it's drumming up a lot of conflict um, within both countries. Now, whenever I speak from a understanding of China, if you're not familiar with my background, I was in Peace Corps China for two years, right? So I lived in northern China. I taught English, so I got a pretty good feel for the environment. I also went to grad school, and um, what happened there is I really focused on Chinese policy worked with a lot of Chinese academics and, and really understood China from a national security policy standpoint. And then from there, I've worked on different um, organizations, kind of helping them understand the religious aspects of, of China. You know, for example, I worked with Freedom House, did a publication with them, and then worked on an environment, worked in a situation where I did publication um, with a former CIA analyst, and we kind of looked into some different aspects of China's geo geopolitical aspects. That's all published. You can find it online. Um, but the point is, is I have a little background when I, when I talk about China. I'm not like one of these people who are talking about China with no idea, and I, I speak Mandarin fairly well. So whenever I give a breakdown, it's really coming from that place. Just so as a listener, y'all know, I'm just not like over here just like talking about China with no idea about it. So as we break it down, what's happening is we're having this transition point within China-United relations, and I think a lot of it has to do with the global strategic hold that China potentially has on the world. I mean, whenever we look at the investments of China, for an example, we look at their ability to invest in Africa and how they do these non-interest loans, and they kind of create this situation where they buy more. Well, when we look at the beef industry, what's so interesting is China actually eats a lot of American beef. Um, and, the, in, in, and there was a recent law passed by this now governor, okay, so we look at Steve, Governor Steve, who was really all about creating more relations with the Chinese government, the PRC, which was just a couple of years ago. Now we have a transition point to Greg, okay, Governor Ganford, the software billionaire, where he's prohibiting countries like China Russia from buying farmland, farmland, critical infrastructure near, near now military assets. So he's kind of doing things where like he's, he's propositioning Montana 
strategically not to have any influences within the critical infrastructure. So whenever we look at it, and, and I'm not saying that's bad or good, I'm just saying like the full-blown context, I think there's a lot more things going on behind the scene as we look at the TikTok ban. I mean, the reason why he said within Montana it's to protect Montana citizens for their their data, but it's like, you know, you're from San Diego, bro. You've worked in the software industry. You know, you know Facebook, Instagram, Google, anything you're purchasing on is absorbing your information, taking your data in aggregating it from that standpoint. I mean, his argument is the PRC. Now, what's really interesting is he actually owns a co- he owned a company called Right Now, which is Right Now Tech, which sold to Oracle Systems. Now, what's really interesting about that is whenever it goes full circle and we look at the situation with TikTok, you know, one of their big things that they're going to say they're going to do is put actually the TikTok servers within Austin in order to create separation between the Chinese PRC government. And it's kind of a, a whole full circle where you're like, wow, like you sold your company to the organization that could potentially hold the TikTok servers, and now you're the governor of Montana banning TikTok. I mean, it's it could just be my, my wild mind looking at the information and going, but it's just crazy how sometimes these situations culminate. I'm not saying there's any type of correlation to it it could just be a spurious relationship based on the simple fact of whatever but anyways i digress so whenever we look at it from that standpoint we see that greg is really propositioning montana not to have this this relationship with china and tiktok is really probably a strategic role of that you know when we look at it from if we if we look at the u the u.s department of agriculture china owns the farmland in the united states and multiple Okay, and it's doubled and tripled almost in the last 10 years. So if you look at 2010 to 2020, China owned 41 million assets of land in the United States, and 20 million are holding increasing up to 1. billion. So a lot of this has to do with Montana, the signing of the spy balloon. So the remember the spy balloon that went through, obviously we did, well, we flew over Montana, and Montana has some strategic air force bases there and they have some ICB, ICBM silo sites that could potentially shoot off intercontinental ballistic missiles or diversions what could potentially happen if a nuclear missile was fired and this is strategically really strange because it is a spy balloon and now what's happening is it's almost like there's push now where with the spy balloon the critical infrastructures and now TikTok in itself is being like kind of leveraged to have this aspect of where they're going to um, get rid of it. Now, where me, this argument kind of takes a whole turn is then you have the, the ICLU who's coming in and saying that this governor is actually infringing on um, the First Amendment. So the freedom for people to partake in TikTok isn't really something that the governor has the, the, the right to do under the Constitution. Now, like, this is where it gets even stranger for me, and this is another thought I had, and kind of why I wanted to talk about this topic tonight. We look at the CEO of TikTok putting out a tweet saying that we will fight for the rights of Montanians, or Montanians. I also lived in Montana, by the way. I think sometimes that's probably why this show is called The Master of None. I spent some time at Glacier National Park, but that, I digress. So, you're the CEO there. And the CEO is talking about how they're going to work to help 
the First Amendment rights for tick- people who want to use TikTokers and content creators because now there's people who have built their careers on con- content creation through TikTok or another stream of income. So you have this situation where you have a American governor banning a piece of technology. He creates technology, sells software. All right, I won't go through. I won't go through the long line of it, but he's going through the long line of it, and it's really interesting how you have the fact that you have a Chinese company and a CEO of China saying that they're going to fight for the American First Amendment rights via TikTok. It's kind of like, and that potentially this ban in itself isn't a legal measure in terms of federally state level potentially, but you know they don't even know how they're going to implement the ban because really whenever you implement a ban like this, what people have to understand from a state level is you have to have the fine the funding, the manpower to understand how to do it, and then you have to determine how you regulate it. Like how are you going to regulate what's on people's phones? So in my mind, it's really um this. I think the governor is really trying to create a message to China, and it's so interesting because we look at the governor before was talking about come come to Montana, come and invest, and now we have this individual, Greg, who's stopping the ability for Chinese investors to buy for critical um, critical infrastructure. You know, the Russian they can't buy close to these environments, so they're still buying cattle. They're still investing in montana i'm sure there's chinese crp investing in montana buying cattle and shipping it to china but the real issue is kind of going into the data so more to come on this you know i think there's a lot more of a story here i think whenever i touched it like the the tiktok stuff's really interesting but when you peel back the layers of it it's just there's so many different angles you can come out on this especially with the simple fact that you have like the security issue you have the agriculture issue where China owns a lot of agriculture within the United States. They buy it, they send it back to China. The United States has the ability to, to grow it. And that's what's really crazy is like, for example, if you take wood for, you know, woods grown in the United States, whenever you have chopsticks in China that are made out of wood, like 90% of the time, that's, that's American wood. So there's a lot of these purchases that go back and forth that really stimulate the economy and... Sometimes it's a little bit more than what we realize. But whenever we look at what's happening with this TikTok ban, it's going to be really interesting to see how they implement it, right? So June 1st, if they implement it, if they have the ability to do it, and what's going to happen if, in fact, the ACLU gets gets involved and sues the governor as a result of of, um, freedom of speech issues, you know, and... And, and what's going to happen if I'm like a resident driving in Montana and I have TikTok on my phone? Well, it's only going to be for people from Montana. So if you're from Wyoming and you drive to Montana, you can still have TikTok on your phone. So I think this is more of a messaging, in my opinion. I don't think it's really going to be implemented to think we the way we think it is. I think it's kind of creating a bold stance on TikTok and really focusing on a bold message to China. And I think that we're probably going to get more of these because there's a lot of situations going on with China. And I think that it's kind of a backlash of of different relations, different narratives that are happening. But I think that as we move forward, it's going to be interesting to see how the United States and Chinese relations play out. Um, this TikTok ban 
or the TikTok is really the first culmination of us seeing um, a lot of pushback from the American government for China because there are so much investments that happen. There's so much purchasing with agriculture. There's so much purchasing with products, phones, technology. It's like, you know, how can we have a situation where our phones are made in China, you know, all of our technology is made in China, but one software can't be used as a result of the algorithm. So, you know, I think that's always like a really interesting thought that I have whenever I look at it. But thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I'm going to get a poll on on this one. So you guys hit it and the poll is going to ask, do you think TikTok really is going to be banned? So you guys can hit that poll. That'd be awesome. Also, don't forget to follow me on Spotify, on Instagram at Master Nun. Thank you so much. We'll get back to you tomorrow.